Hi, I'm Raylene Taskowski, and I've talked to over 10,000 women about sex over the past decade. Welcome to the Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast. Welcome to Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed. It's where you can get questions answered like... How long does it take the average man to orgasm? And... How long does it take the average woman to orgasm? And also... Why is it so hot in here? Audiences agree. It's brilliantly funny. Raylene makes sex ed fun. This show is entertaining, factual, and relatable. There's nothing worse than being halfway done with sex and feeling your vagina shut down on you. (laughs) You've got to see stand-up comedy sex ed. I am ready to go do that comedy show. (laughs) Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Stand-Up Comedy Sex Ed podcast, hosted by Raylene Taskowski and some other guy-girl guester guru. And today I have a girl guest, and her name is... Pauline Wojcik. Did I say that right? Yes. All right. (laughs) So tell me a little bit about you. I am 43. I'll be 44 in August. I am a mom of 18-year-old twins, originally from the D.C. area. I moved to Arkansas, actually, almost nine years ago. My ex-husband is from Arkansas, and he moved us here. So pretty much... I don't really have a whole lot to tell about me. I um, (laughs) love music. I put out a blast on my Facebook asking who wanted to talk about sex, and you said that you have lots to say about it. So tell me a little bit why you decided that you wanted to talk. Well, I'll tell you honestly. I was in a 17-year marriage and very sexually neglected. Very sexually neglected. I didn't know what it was like to orgasm unless I did it myself. And so it was kind of like 10 minutes and, you know, he would like roll over and that was pretty much it. Um, (laughs) My needs were never met, you know, unless I did it myself. So our marriage fizzled. He ended up leaving me. He was a severe, selfish, controlling narcissist. But ironically enough, he left me. He just wanted a different life, which is okay, whatever. So other than the worry of how am I going to do this? You know, I got two kids to take care of, a house and whatever, you know, it was okay. I am (laughs) 40 and, you know, what am I going to do with my life? And so then I met a man who just absolutely mimicked my life he was also sexually neglected by his wife she refused to do things you know experiment he asked her one time to watch porn with him just to try to figure something out you know and she literally flipped out and started blasting on facebook about how you know, porn ruins families, you know, they were a very Christian, a staunch Christian family. Him and I got together and it was kind of like, well, what do you like? Well, what do you like? Like, I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. And he's like, well, I kind of know. And because, you know, he was separated for three years before we got together. You know, I hadn't been separated for very long. I, I would say, let's see, more April, August, September, October, November, December, January, February, March, seven months, I think, when I met him. And then it just kind of exploded from there. I mean, 
I am, you know, I don't know how graphic you want to get into this, but I mean, a lot of people say size doesn't matter. Maybe not always, but it doesn't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if it's big enough, it absolutely can hurt. (laughs) I developed who, who I am, what I like, what my body can do. I don't have a gag reflex. So he thoroughly enjoyed that. I developed a cervical orgasm, uh, a G-spot orgasm. I I no longer had to do it myself. That's good. And we started to discover A, orgasms. And a lot of people out there question, oh, do they really exist? I'm here to tell you they exist. All right. Um, I'm living proof. And, you know, a couple of college girls were like, what is this? Oh my God, tell me more about this. You know, teach me, you know, tell me all about it, you know. And, and I'm, I'm, I started, he, he told me, you need to start a blog to teach more women out there about what your body can do. He's like, you are literally like less than 1% of the people out there that can do. There's a woman out there. I call her the modern day Dr. Ruth because she is amazing. And I, cause I don't know if I can use like formal names out there. Sure, of or course not. You can. Betty Dalton. Oh yeah. I've heard of her. Uh, she is amazing. Amazing. And I started watching her recently and love her to death. And so the journey that him and I have gone on together, some of it's comical. I'm telling you, some of it is absolutely comical. And I know you're doing stand-up, so there's so many different stories that I have that, you know, could take, like, probably 20 different podcasts for you. But <laughs> but as far as, like, our history goes, we went on this journey together for two years that, the last two years, that has just been both exploration for both of us. I never believed in, in squirting, ever. <laughs> I believe it. I'm not capable of it, but I believe in it. (laughs) And oh, I never was either until all of a sudden he found a spot, and it was like, "What was that?" Also, for the record, I don't want to squirt. I don't want to clean up any more than I have to clean up when I'm done. (laughs) He said that I ought to get like you know those old-fashioned you know like for kids like plastic sheets. Yeah, rubber mattress. Pass. Yeah, and he says we can call it our own little slip and slide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want that kind of mess in my life. <laughs> so, but I'm okay with it, you know. Should sheets wash them? Just go for it, you know. Who really cares at this point? I mean, when you're having fun, and you know you're all about it, just let it go. It, it's it's just an amazing experience. One time this is like actually like one of the most hilarious stories ever, but you know, he had come to spend the weekend and my, I only have my kids every other week. So we trade off weeks. And so my daughter, she was out and about in town and she decided she had to come home to pee. And I'm like, you know, you know, had just got started with oral sex on him. And I'm thinking, he's like, you going to get that? I'm like, no. He's like, I would really feel more comfortable if you get that. And I'm like, oh, 
okay, fine. Well, it's my daughter. She decided she has to come home to pee. I'm like, really? There's so many places around in this area. Like, you could go pee. There's, like, gas stations. There's Sonic, you know. But, no, she wants to come home to pee. It's like, um, okay, whatever. Well, I had a candle lit in my bedroom. So, I kind of ignored it. She's texting. She's blowing up my phone. She's texting. She's blowing up my phone. And finally, I'm like, so I finished that part of it. And so I go to, again, she's blowing up my phone. So I like hurry up and get dressed real quick. Well, as I bend over to go put my pants on, all of a sudden I hear this sizzle and my hair catches on fire. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Well, okay. So he is in like total what he calls like O-Town. You know, so he's in like totally a euphoric state and I'm like grabbing at my hair and he's like, all you could smell was burnt hair. He's like, oh my God, I can smell it. And I'm like, shut up. This isn't even funny. So finally I answer the phone and she's like, can I come home to pee? I'm like, oh my God, come pee. So she comes home and she, you know, goes to the bathroom and then she comes out and she goes, what's that burning and i (laughs) almost like literally died laughing like there there's just no controlling it at this point but you know as far as experiences go it's it's literally gone from like zero to like a million in a matter of two years the experiences that i've had i've heard that a lot of occasions that a, a, a relationship after one relationship will be much better sexually because people are more willing to step out of their box because it's a new person. And so when I'm doing the parties, I'm trying to bring home stuff that will ignite their sex while they're still together. And that's one of the reasons my dad was really cool with me starting this because he said if more women would, you know, take responsibility for their sexuality and tell their partners what they want and bring home things that would enhance, then marriages will probably last longer. Cause there's not, I I would venture to guess that bad sex leads to divorce a lot more than anybody wants to admit. Uh, Because when you're just miserable, the thing that'll bring you back together is a good orgasm. And so you never get that. (laughs) I totally agree. And you know, I'll be honest with you. I tried, I tried really hard, but when he starts talking about like getting on swinger sites and wanting me to talk to swingers and I'm like, no. So that your ex-husband wanted to do that. Yeah. And then wanting to bring another man in the bedroom or wanting me to go with another man and videotape it and bring it home to him to watch. I'm like, (laughs) no, that would have been like a class. Like, this is how you make me orgasm, right? Or let him swing. Find, let, it, let him try his nonsense with some other girl who'll be like, what the fuck? Don't you know how to, or- don't you know how to make me orgasm? What the hell? Right. And, but it was just kind of like, uh, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I think he was just trying to catch you to try to use it against, like, maybe adultery. I'm like, but it, it no, was there's, there's guys that are into that. There's guys into watching their wives have sex with other people i've met them i don't understand it i don't either but uh they there's and i know plenty of swingers 
So, and they're into it. So it's cool. Not my so, bedroom. So be it. No, not, not my bedroom. I'm, Megan, I'm I have no problems with anybody else wants to swing or, or I'm, that's just not for me. I mean, it's taken me right. long enough to get comfortable with my own partner. I mean, I don't want to train anybody else. I don't want to deal with that. I mean, <laughs> correct. Yeah. I got I'm it down to a science and I don't want to mess with it. Right. I'm the same way. And, and I'm all about, you know, I'll, I'll try anything once, anything. I, I don't care what it is. And, you know, I am. But not swinging. Not well. Yeah. Not, not swinging. I, I have issues for whatever reason for like sharing. No. <laughs> I'm not all about you the share your toys. I, I, well, and you know what, to be perfectly honest with you, I can name maybe two, three times max that we ever use toys. It, I, I didn't feel like we either had to or that I really wanted to. I, I didn't want to have to because I, I, I didn't feel like it was necessary. Like he was just that good. I mean. Oh, the new guy. Yeah, the new guy. He was yeah. he was that good. I mean, I had a ton of them when I was married, but he wanted to get rid of them. He was afraid the kids would find them. Ugh. And so it was like, um, okay, whatever. You know, like I said, he was very controlling, very controlling. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. And I'm talking movies, all of it. Got rid of all of it. He just whatever but i mean i mean without you know the, the new guy his name is scott which i i don't care whatever he <laughs> he, he actually knows that i'm doing this by the way because i i sent him a screenshot and i said diving in i'm like this is gonna <laughs> be fun so he's he's totally about it because like i said he's always told me like i needed to start a blog he's like you don't understand how many women would benefit from this you know, just from your journey, you know, right. as far as like what you have been through, what you've experienced. He, he calls me a unicorn, which cracks me up. But, you know, just what I have experienced and what my body has experienced. And, you know, my favorite is the cervical orgasm. At first, I've never heard it, of that one. The cervical? Nope. Oh, gosh. Usually yeah. if somebody so, gets their cervix hit, it hurts. That well, and see, and that it, it did it first, but now it's my favorite. Oh, all right. <laughs> well, for most women, their partner is not going to be reaching their cervix, and if they had a tilted cervix, it hurts when it gets hit. So, well, and I'll tell you perfectly honest with you, it was not exactly the most comfortable at first. It it was kind of painful, but if you can relax enough to get past the the pain part. You know, and I wouldn't say it's painful. It's just really uncomfortable. It's, it's just kind of like, oh, God, oh, wait, no. I, I, and the only two ways that it's really, really reachable is either going to be doggy style or you're going to be on top. And I have actually had what I call the trifecta. I have actually been able to have a throat orgasm. Because you hit the vagus nerve, and the vagus nerve goes all the way down to your cervix. 
And so you are able to have two at once. And then if you rub your clit at the same time, then, oh, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girlfriend. You are literally like what April and I call strokegasms. So it puts you in like almost like coma state and um just totally in love and and g-spot's not bad don't get me wrong a lot of people again you will have doctors and and like i said i've done a lot of research you will have a lot of doctors that question whether there really is a g-spot or not well those doctors are stupid (laughs) i totally agree and or uneducated if you you hit the g-spot just right now i can only squirt by hand if you actually stimulate the G-spot enough and, and hard enough, you can actually ejaculate. Right. Kind of like a man, but you will squirt enough and you keep going and keep going, keep going. And then you can do it a lot. I only started, and, and I'm talking, you know, it's been two years for us. You know, I would say in the last four months. So... Yeah, it's taken that long. Yeah, I haven't been there. Also, <laughs> apparently you haven't listened to my podcast. I do not do oral favors, so the chances of me having a throat gasm are zero. <laughs> <laughs> oh, girl. I have a gag reflex, so. Oh, well, see, I don't. So I've been blessed enough to not have that. And, you know, he's about 10 inches long. And... I have perfected enough to be able to take it all in. Nice. I, I pride myself on that, you know, pat myself on the back, <laughs> but it took me a long time and he has issues. He's 53 years old and he has always had issues actually ejaculating from that. And, and I don't know if it's a mental thing. He always practiced what they call edging. Mm-hmm just because he's always wanted to go longer. And so I don't know if that has anything to do with it. So uh, what is, what is edging? That's when edging, they get close to the edge and then pull back. Correct. Correct. Yes. Over and over again to extend how long yes. they can go. Yes. Okay. And it puts, it puts them in what they call like a complete euphoric state. And then finally, you know, when they can't, you know, take it anymore, then they will go ahead and ejaculate from it. So, um, and he's practiced it for years just to make himself be able to go longer. Maybe that's why his ex-wife didn't like having sex with him. <laughs> Maybe he took too damn long. <laughs> she wouldn't do oral orgasm. I mean, oral sex on him. She only wanted it missionary style. I mean, she just, you know, he tried, and he married the same woman twice. Oh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. That's a whole other story. But well, there had yeah. to be something there if he married her twice. Well, no. Nah, the first time, he wasn't married to her very long. And then he was on a date, and he saw her again. And she manipulated him back into another relationship and they ended up getting married again and having six girls. Wow. Yeah. 
Uh, then, I, I don't think men can be manipulated that easily. Don't don't let him tell you he didn't have anything to do with that. Oh, <laughs> he can be yeah. He's manipulated. Not I mean he isn't one man with six girls and an ex-wife, and he is so easy manipulated. <laughs> Ridiculous. I mean. And I and don't get me wrong. I mean, kids come first. My kids come first. Right. You know, I, I have 18 year old twins. I have a boy and a girl and you know, my kids come first and I expect with him just the same His his girls come first, but they know exactly what to do and what to say. And his ex-wife is still the same way. Well, but he made the decision to marry her a second time and, and they were obviously married for enough time to have six kids. So, um, 30 years, I believe. Yeah. That's a, that's a good long time for him to go back and say, well, she tricked me into marry her or, mar or, or manipulated me 30 years ago. Or you can just say I made a bad decision. They had known each other too, since he was 16. I think she was 15, but he'll tell you they're more like sister and brother type friends than anything else. Well, that's good. Yeah. Because he's obviously pretty happy with you. <laughs> they they do yeah yeah well he better be. <laughs> <laughs> so what more would you like to know? There's so there's so much. Well, what are the kinds of orgasms then? You said uh, throat orgasm, uh, um, cervix, cervix, cervical G orgasm, G spot. And there's a, there's called an A spot, which your A spot is between your cervix and your G spot, and it is in the very top of your vaginal wall. Okay, I I have heard of that one before, but I that's not where I thought it was. <laughs> I I thought it had more to do with anal penetration. No, no, um, I have a hard time with anal. We tried. Well, yeah, if you're talking about a guy as big as you're saying he is. Yeah, I think it's, it's rough. For my birthday last year, you know, I'm a Fifty Shades freak, read all the books, and of course the books are better than the movies. So always been interested in a BDSM life. Not so much as like sadism. I'm not into like the extreme pain, but he brought blindfolds and he brought like you know a feather and I mean he totally just said okay this is what you want and he gave me one of the best birthday presents ever oh awesome so did you start a blog or is it still just uh, a thought I started it on Google um, I'm not published but I did start it from the beginning I have not finished it I journal a lot I've journaled pretty much every experience him and I have ever had. And so I started from the beginning and I got to God June a year and a half ago, actually June a year ago. And so I haven't finished it yet, but one day. So is I that will. more of a book then, or is it still a blog? Well, it's a blog. I started on Google and April and I crack up laughing because we're going to end up calling it nursing home diaries because <laughs> we go through so many different stories between the two of us that, you know, again, 
we're going to be staying in a nursing home together somewhere and we are going to literally blow women's minds. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, oh girl, I mean, I'm telling you just the man has just shown me a whole world of a whole new life. I mean, if it was to end tomorrow, I mean, I, I would cry. I, I don't know what I would do. Cause Buy a big toy. <laughs> now that you're used to it. <laughs> Buy a big toy. I mean, but there's been a lot of emotion. I mean, you know, a lot of people will say, oh, he's just your booty call. Like, no, there's been, you don't have a booty call for two years. Right. You know, there's and been a And even if of, he was just a booty call, who cares? You're having good orgasms and you're happy. Everybody right. else can mind their own damn business. Well, so I, I think the main takeaway of today's show is that it's never too late to start having really good sex. No. And, you know, women in their 40s, especially, I'll tell you, it's, you know, they go through lulls. You know, they go through. Sure. How do you explain it? They go through, like, just, like, a non-interest type. Right things and me well, yeah. I feel like fluctuations right and I feel like even though they consider me what, what what do you call it Mary perimenopausal I'm I feel like I'm in my 20 wait how prime. old are you I'll be 44 in August yeah probably not yet um unless you're gonna have a really long one but maybe I don't know I'm I'm 52 and I'm just there are you yeah well, all of my mom's sisters went through it, I think at like 35. Oh, wow. Yeah, they started really early. And my mom, she developed breast cancer and um, she was 50 the first time. And she wasn't quite through her five years and um, she developed it again. And so she never really had what I would consider a true menopause <laughs> menopause yeah so she's kind of lucky you know so i told her i'm like you know you're so lucky that you didn't have to really go through a full menopause i'm like you know you escaped it so oh, my, i my daughter just today i was i turned the air conditioning on because it's very humid and i don't mind when it's hot but i cannot stand humidity um, but i also have been having the hot flashes like i thought that they were I'm like, it can't be that obvious. And then all of a sudden I'm just like, why is it so hot in here? You know, and it, so my daughter says to me today, she's like, are you going through menopause? And I looked at her, I'm like, fucking duh, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> but that doesn't change the fact that it's humid in here. Oh no. And you are sitting on your ass watching TV and I'm running around the house cleaning it. So yeah, I'm hot right now, but this is not a hot flash. You know, there's another thing that I learned is that men have erogenous zones. Oh, yeah, of course they do. Did not know that they even existed. And so I've developed um, a knowledge for every single one of them. So it's like, okay. Yeah. I'm actually really surprised how many people don't know that. I mean, obviously they have erogenous zones just like we do. Um, but they're different in, you know, some of them are going to be yeah. obvious, but they're different in each guy, just like they're different yeah. in each woman. Uh, yeah. But 
you know, of course I had a, a girl at one of my parties one time I was talking about the nipple stimulation on guys and she's like, men like that. And I'm like, well, some do. And then she yeah. called, like, like we were talking a couple of months later. She goes, yeah, I tried that stuff with my husband. I was stretching his nipples. He's like, what are you doing? Stop that. <laughs> like, that is one that I want to have and I have not had yet. And I think April has had is a breast orgasm and I'm jealous because I want one. Yeah, I've never been close to one of those. The mo the only time that I like my nipples touched is right when I'm getting near orgasm. If my husband takes the palm of his hands and just breezes over them, drives me crazy. Any the other time, I'm like, I breastfed three kids. These things do not feel sexy to me. Oh, <laughs> right. I breastfed too, and I I don't know. I don't know what it is, but and at I mean, once even because <laughs> they're twins, I right? Them being pulled i love them being you know nibbled on i love i love every part of it yeah but i mean i studied like i said you know betty dotson she is just you know i love watching her youtube i watched um goop lap with with yeah Asher, that's I where i heard of her i'm telling you she just uh, amazes me you know what the knowledge the woman has and and i love how she uses like current technology or not current technology but um current terms you yeah. know and so she is not afraid to use them and you know when she talks about a woman knowing her body and you know that is one of those things it's kind of like so i looked up like tantric type you know things of, of all the different i mean because some will say you can have 12 orgasms and some will say you can have 15 or 16 whatever it's like i want one of those <laughs> <laughs> i want one i want one just you know don't don't even have to touch me just you know just you know just don't touch me just just make me have one with without even having to touch me I have ADD and I don't think that I could get into that level of, I mean, it's hard for me to have an orgasm regularly. I, I mean, if nobody was touching me and all I was left to was my thoughts, <laughs> I would not be having yeah. an orgasm. I just wouldn't. Oh like, gosh. If, I, if I hear you. a sound or what, my concentration levels are not going to be strong enough for something like that. Well, um, we do have our squirrel moments. You know, we'll hear something and we'll swear that it's like one of the kids coming in and he like, kind of like, will freak out a little bit. I'm like, just stop. Stop kids. Doors lock. You know, just stop. Just chill. And if they do, what's the worst thing that'll happen? They'll see two naked people having sex. Whatever. They all have TVs. <laughs> they'll only be a little bit traumatized. <laughs> oh, they'll be traumatized. All right. <laughs> but... Again. I remember when my daughter was little, she wanted to move um, her bed. And I said, you can have it on this wall, this wall, or this wall, but not this wall. And she's like, why? And I, and I said, well, do you want to hear me and dad having sex? And she was like, ew, you still do that? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know what I do for a living? I talk about this all the time. Why would you think I'm not still having sex? I and love then it. she also would like to in the middle of the night bang had a nightmare you know and it scared the shit out of me and she would just come in and one day i said to her 
I said, I don't lock the door, but you need to start knocking before you come in unless you want to catch me and dad having sex. And she was like, ah, and then from that moment on, she would always knock before she opened the door. And I'm like, I mean, there's not a great chance you're going to catch us, but the chance is much greater if you don't knock on the door and let us know that you're about to come in. <laughs> I think, I think one of my favorite nights that, I mean, there's so many, but I think my favorite night with him was that he gave me a bottle of Cosamigos tequila and I love tequila and I didn't realize that, you know, the shots were double shot glasses. Oh. And, um, so I had three and then all of a sudden I said one more. He goes, okay. <laughs> so we were pretty much all over the house and then he goes, let's go to the bedroom. I'm like, okay. I remember up to a certain point and he ended up getting hiccups like really bad. <laughs> and he was afraid that he was going to keep me up all night. Well, I was passed out, you know, <laughs> and then the next day he comes over and I said, okay, you got to fill in some blanks. He's like, what do you mean? I'm like, there's up to a certain point after that. I don't remember anymore. He goes, are you kidding me? I'm like, nope. <laughs> you got to fill in some blanks, <laughs> but it was one of the best nights that we had. So, and, but you know, here's another thing too, is that, you know, with my ex-husband, I, I never felt pretty. He never told me I felt pretty. I, I never could satisfy him no matter what it was that I did. But every time he walked through the door, he goes, you look so pretty. And I'm like, thank you. And is your love you know, language words of affirmation? Absolutely. Yeah. I, and, and I loved that, that part of him. Yeah. So. 0% time says my ever, my husband ever said it was pretty. Never. He does. He just doesn't think of it, but he does a lot of other things that I love and appreciate. So I just got used to it. I just tell myself I'm pretty. You look oh, good, yeah. girl. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, self-affirmation is key. But it's always nice to hear it from somebody else. Right. It is. So, But he's acts of service, so I appreciate that. Because he can mm -hmm. tell me I'm pretty him all day long, but I really like it when he mows the grass and then that little thing that he does with his tongue. Like, that's, <laughs> that's more than enough for me. <laughs> I'm not going to complain. That's the only thing he doesn't do is oral sex, which is okay. Because there's so much more that that's yes. so funny. So see, we're the opposite. Like I receive, but I don't give and yours receives, but doesn't give. So we're the same. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'll oh. give all day long. Yeah. Love it. Absolutely so it. I like to end my podcast with a uh, question. It comes things they don't teach you in school, a mix of a crazy mix of fun facts, random trivia, and totally useless knowledge. And I went through it. Okay. I pulled out all the questions about sex. So our weird section of week our weird sex question of the week and i picked this one specifically because you were talking about all of the things that you do on average how long does a sexual intercourse last not you guys but on average on average who um based upon my um ex <laughs> marriage <laughs> uh 10 minutes 
No, actually, that's twice as long as a normal one. It's five minutes is how long it takes uh, on average for intercourse. Really? Yep. And, and that's not great because uh, men only take 2.8 minutes to orgasm, but women take between 15 to 18. But that also includes the arousal. It doesn't, it, that might just be going straight on penetration. Because making love and, I mean, intercourse. So they're actually talking about penetration and they're saying on average five minutes, which I think is probably pretty close to correct. Oh, well. I am a unicorn then because it could take me like two minutes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I'm not talking about orgasm because men can orgasm in two minutes. But I think the penetration part is going to depend, obviously, on the couple. If you've got guys that have not taught themselves edging, it's going to yeah. be a lot faster. So when they're talking average, because uh, honestly, my husband and I have it down to a science and we don't start until we're ready to blow. So that's like... 20 seconds and then you probably have people like your ex-husband who take 10 minutes and then you've got the guy that you're with now that takes a lot longer and it's probably all averages out oh he unfortunately it's so funny because he can go 45 minutes and he'll be like sweating i mean yeah. sweating profusely he'll be like <laughs> break time i'm like no he's like yep i'm like oh okay yeah, you so, got to find somebody that fits your your sex profile. Like I wouldn't have sex for 45 minutes if you paid me to. I'd be like, "Oh, no. Give me I'm my orgasm it. and get off of me. I don't want to be here all night. I have got more shit to do." Oh no, I'm all about it. Give me 2 hours. <laughs> Everybody is different. You got to find somebody that suits you. I'm all about it. Yeah. two hours <laughs> it's never uh, taken me long and i've always just been like and i don't like to try for a second one i don't want to keep going i'm just like i had an orgasm get off me yeah see usually like on the weekends that he spends the night you know it'll be like you know late night and it'll be like 2 a.m it'll be like 5 a.m so <laughs> yeah like, that's why I say everybody's different. That's why I like to have these conversations because now other people who are out there listening who like to have it at 2 a.m. and 5 a.m. and multiple times and take an hour, they'd be like, okay, cool, somebody like me. And then other people are like me. It's like, when bam, thank you, man. Just give me my orgasm and get off of me. Then there'll uh, <laughs> people out there go, good, there's somebody like me. And then there's going to be a ton of people that are in the middle. Yeah, right. No, totally. And that's the important thing is that people understand that it's very, very different. So do you yeah. have a way that you'd like people to contact you? Do you have a, a, well, you don't have your blog. Do you have like an Instagram or if people want to mess, so share if you want to. Okay. Facebook is Pauline Carter. Instagram is the same thing. It's P Carter, 1976. Okay. P Carter, 1976. If you want to follow her on Instagram. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at standupcomedysexed, also at standupcomedysexed.com, and I've set up a Facebook group just for this podcast, so you can participate in polls, ask questions, and politely share an alternate point of view, and generally let us know what you think of this episode, any other episodes. Uh, you can search Stand Up Comedy Sex Ed Podcast on Facebook to find that. 
and please subscribe to the podcast, share, and leave comments if you wouldn't mind, because I've got a ton of downloads now and not too many comments. I want to hear what people are thinking. So thanks, Pauline, for taking some time out of your busy schedule so that you could talk to us about sex. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Contact me anytime. I've got tons of stories. So like I said, two years of them. So anytime you want to contact me, feel free. All right. Will do. Thanks so much. Have a great day. All right, girl. Thanks. Same to you. Good to meet you. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.